Good day, everybody. Welcome back to Mining Stock Daily. We're going to kick off this shortened week of corporate updates with Visla Silver. Visla Silver trades on the NYSE and the Venture Exchange in Toronto with VZLA. And joining us once again from the company CEO, Mr. Michael Connor. Mike, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Trevor. Happy to be here. Hope you had a wonderful long weekend up there. Uh, but we got a number of, well, a couple news items that we need to get your corporate editorial comments on here. Uh, but let's start with exploration. Uh, you put out, uh, you put out new intercepts out of the uh, Kapala vein here recently, actually a couple of weeks ago. A uh, hundred, you know, you expanded Kapala by 150 meters to the south. Uh, that headline number was just almost. 1600 grams per ton silver equivalent over 5.8 meters so talk about this kapala vein just keeps giving yeah kapala has been um you know our our major discovery we like to call it the monster in the making here because you know i I actually haven't seen a structure that that um has grown at the pace that that kapala has that has the width and the grades that we see here It, it really stands alone um you know in recent discoveries in mexico and because of that, it represents half of our um, our resource. So there's over 100 million ounces of silver equivalent just at Copala alone. That was in the last resource that we put out in January. Now we're substantially growing Copala to the south. Um, you know, this release talks about that. So we, we extended it um, a long strike about 150 meters to the south with a number of, of high-grade holes. And, you know, the, the width is continuing to be... Um, you know, very thick. On average, the wireframe from the last resource is about 10 meters. And so this is more or less in line with that. But what we're also doing is drilling Copala to the north. And I think we're going to see a northern extension of Copala too. So there's no um, end in sight, I guess you could say, of, uh, of of where we're seeing growth at Copala. And these grades are, are spectacular. <clears throat> you know, the ounce count currently on it is, is uh, world class and it's going to continue to grow. Uh, that headline hole was this was this kind of a step out hole and kind of de- describe to us where it was located and also the depth of this mineralization. So uh, two sixty five would be a step out, um, you know, to the outside of the uh, the existing resource area, um, and uh, it is down to the uh, the south here. So it's it's um showing significant growth as we as we step along um one of the the interesting takeaways from this release is that you know it looks like we may be getting into another higher grade shoot further to the south as well and um, we're starting to see some some kind of pickup and in, in increase in grade the further to the south that we get so um really quite encouraging there um you know we've got four rigs on the copal area right now turning four of our seven on copala so i think that that gives an indication of what we see here in terms of um ranked and prioritized targets are you, you'll be following up with that shoot that you got eyes on now yeah yeah exactly i was just there actually um on thursday um hmm. yeah just a few days ago and i was there the drills are turning uh further and further to the south there away from kind of the main uh core area so copala is uh is continuing to grow so and i'm I'm looking at the cross section here it's it, it almost seems the further south you go is it, it appears that the mineralization is a little bit closer to surface is that correct to to say that um Kind of hard to actually, closest to surface would be further to the north. 
Um, but uh, it's basically based on the topography. Um, and, uh, you know, we do see, well, actually, the, you know, the reason that Copala was discovered is that it doesn't, uh, it doesn't outcrop. So the fact that it is a little bit subsurface and, you know, closer to the north, closer to the, the town of Copala, um, you know, that would be the closest to surface that it, that it was, but um, it was essentially all, or it is essentially all subsurface. And, and that's actually the advantage here in the sense that it didn't outcrop. If it had outcropped, this would have been a prime target for the older miners, the, you know, the, uh, the historic miners in the district. And the more and more that I go around and talk to people about Copala, um, the more that they, they liken this to some of the early structures at what was called Tile Tita, which is now San Damas. And, you know, there, there was these, there were these, what they call mantos in, in Mexico. Uh, the miners call them mantos, but essentially flatter line structures with these big, thick widths. And that was really what built that, that San Damas camp um, and what caused it to be in commercial production for well over 100 years. That's just about 80 kilometers to the north of us. And the advantage here is that we think that there are a number of these Copala type structures still preserved in the district because they don't outcrop. And, you know, our discovery of Copala, which again is, is well over 100 million ounces now, um, you know, is, is a demonstration that there's still a, a huge amount of, um, you know, preserved, uh, preserved mineralization, but certainly the, the chance of finding more of these preserved Copalas. And we do know that there's La Colorado to the north, which is a, a structure that, a manto structure that uh, has been mined out, uh, more or less, There's, there could be some more there, but, um, you know, we know that that's been the center of mining um, in this general area for, for quite some time. And then further to the north, there's another structure that, that has seen historic mining as well. And these kind of create a bit of um, what you call a corridor or a trend. And we think that Copala, Colorado, and the other structure to the north may uh, may end up lining up and there could be others kind of in between um so you know our job is now to find these these um the potential potentially find these new structures in that trend or elsewhere in the district um but it is a little bit more challenging because they are subsurface but we're looking at using uh techniques like uh, electromagnetics or fence drilling or things like that mm -hmm. to uh to discover them what was remind us and, and myself as well remind me how was Kapala? discovered and how is that process can it be applied to finding more of these veins are you looking to you know do something similar uh so in in a in a short word answer yes it can be applied but the way that we discovered copala was actually stepping back um the rig to drill you know, into Tejitos, into the hanging wall of Tejitos, which basically runs adjacent to and or parallel to uh, uh, Copala. And as we stepped back, we hit a mineralized zone, probably 20 or 30 meters from surface and started, you know, continued to, to, to drill through the zone. And, um, you know, not even, you know, downhole would have been a lot, lot um, longer of an intercept, but, you know, the true width was 82 meters of uh of mineralized structure and that was this kind of big blowout zone of copala in essentially the hanging wall of tejitos and um you know that that was really quite an incredible discovery because it was 82 meters of uh, just about just under 300 grams silver equivalent in that there was four or five meters of you know multi multi kilo silver equivalent in that as well so that was kind of our discovery hole and then we moved 
a long strike from from that uh, north and south to um, you know to to expand Copala. But really, that that speaks to the prospectivity or the potential, I suppose, of the district in the sense that you can make blind discoveries drilling into another target um, of of something that you know is is substantial, eighty two meters in thickness. Um, yeah. There at Copala. So we we actually had Dick Silito uh, at the project um, a little while ago, and you know Craig, our, our chairman, uh, has had a number of encounters with him. Certainly in his Rio Tinto days, they they spent a lot of time uh, exploring in South America and uh, various different jurisdictions, and it was kind of like a reunion for Craig and and um, and Dick there, and they spent uh, a number of days kind of chatting about uh, the potential here in the district. And, you know, the big takeaway from his visit and his suggestion was actually that, you know, one of the, the uh, potential uh, discovery tools that we can use here is to drill fences and just, mm. you know, cover um, the district on, on kind of parallel structure or parallel vent, uh, fences and, and drilling. So that is a, um, something that we're, we're kind of looking to incorporate into the exploration plan at some point here. Of course, we do have three existing structures that we're drilling right now, Copala, which, you know, we have four rigs on and it can tolerate four rigs. It can, you know, give us substantial return on investment with four rigs. Napoleon, which is continuing to grow at the South. La Luisa as well. So, you know, it's not like we need to, um, to do this at this very moment to, to, to make new discoveries. What's really important um, right now is just to continue to drill ahead of our updated um, resource towards the end of the year and after mm-hmm. that, after we kind of update that resource and move into economics, I think the potential for us to uh, do this type of fence drilling and perhaps find something even bigger than Copala, uh, I think it would be statistically um, likely that we would find something bigger than Copala in the sense that it's, it's, it's unlikely that we found the biggest structure in this huge district in the first few years of drilling. You know, I think there's the potential mm-hmm. for, for something that's even, even larger out there. Um, so that's our job to find it. But right now, of course, we're, we're just expanding resources and, and doing some discovery drilling around Copala, um, like that uplifted block and La Luisa, where we've made a, a substantial discovery, which is appearing to, to, to grow into a major resource as well. So, you know, the, these are kind of the, uh, the blessings and the curses of an of a underexplored district is that, you know, we, we have these, these great resource areas that we're expanding and drilling. But you know, there's hundreds of targets and, and different ways that we can uh, make new discoveries in the district as well. So it's it's kind of, a, well, it's quite exciting, but, um, you know, you, you want to get out there and, and test them all, of course. <laughs> well, you've got, yeah, of course, you've got a 90,000 meter drill program lined up for this year and you're not even halfway through it. I think I saw 35,000 meters of that is complete since this, uh, this last news release was out with those exploration results. And so... And who knows? I mean, with all that drilling, you you could stumble upon something. And I'm just wondering if that you know if there is a relationship with that hanging wall, uh, you know, mineralization, or if you, you know, I, I would assume you've given that thought. Obviously, I'm not an <laughs> exploration geologist by any means, but if there is some sort of trend or relationship there, you know, perhaps you apply that and more of you know this 55,000 meters of ongoing drilling you have left. So we'll see. I mean, you got a lot to do, right? 2023 is a big year. Well, exactly. And, um, and we have, you know, just there's a couple of points I'll make to, to, uh, to your comments there. One is that we, you know, we have made another 
what I think is is the or I should say has the potential of being a, a blind discovery. We've done a lot of condemnation drilling. I shouldn't say a lot. We've done some condemnation drilling for a mill site, mm-hmm. um, and it looks like we may have hit a structure um, in that, uh, in that drilling as well. So that, that's another kind of, um, <laughs> what a terrible problem to have, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, a, a, a you know, a hint towards that, that type of, um, discovery in this district, of course. Right. And, and, you know, yeah. you're drilling to, to not find a vein and, and we may have found one there. So it's, it's quite interesting. And then, um, you know, the other thing of course, is that, you know, you're right. We're constantly learning about this district and, um, you know what? What I've been really grateful for, and what's what's um, been a you know a, an excellent outcome here is that, of course, we made a discovery or made a um, an investment into Prismo Metals, and the reason that we did that is effectively they're doing some drilling for us in the east. Um, you know, it's it's like our eighth drill rig. It's outside of our resource area, but um, you know, Prismo has been been working the Palos Verdes concession there uh, for some time and, and, and currently drilling it. So we have the potential to, to expand the discovery there. But Peter McGaw has been involved in that company. Dr. Peter McGaw has been involved in that company for since the, since the, the founding of it. And um, <clears throat> now we've been able to create a uh, technical advisory committee solely focused on the Panuco district here with Peter McGaw and um, Dr. Peter McGaw, of course, and, and Dr. Jesus Velador, Jesus Velador being our vice president of exploration. And um, this isn't the first time that Peter and um, and Jesus have worked together. They they were you know jointly on the discovery of the uh, Juan Escipio vein for Mag Silver, um, mm-hmm. of course, a you know multi billion dollar silver company that um, that Peter was you know a founder of, and so. You know, having Jesus and and um, this technical advisory committee basically taking time, you know, discoveries, what I've learned, at least, is that, you know, it's, it's not as likely to make discoveries if you're just head down, always drilling, never having a time to uh, never having any time to just think and consider um, what the potential is or, or where new targets can come from in a district. You need to actually take a step back. Uh, take some time, look at all the evidence, look at all the information that you have. And then, you know, work through it scientifically. And, and Jesus, uh, you know, is very good at that. And um, what I'm really excited about is that this technical co- committee here, now there's a sounding board with with one of the greatest silver explorationists of, of all time, which, of course, is, is, is Dr. McGoss. So we're, um, we're very excited about that. They've had their inaugural meeting. Um, they're going to continue to meet. And I think the, the, um, the outcome and, and uh, the potential for new discoveries and, and all the information that we have, you know, we, we've, we have the world's largest high-grade silver resource that's undeveloped right now. And we did that in essentially three years of drilling. Um, you know, this, this is really an immature district and exploration program here. We, we still have so much more to learn. And so having this committee and having our, our, our great minds um, working on, on discovery and things like that, I think is going to be going to be excellent. So I'm very excited about that committee as well. Yeah, very good. Yeah, sometimes taking a step back and taking a uh, fresh academic analysis of the project rather than just head down drilling, as you said, is definitely uh, time well spent. Uh, Mike, let's leave it at that because I'm sure we're going to have a bunch of drill results to uh, talk about here in the next coming uh, week or weeks or, you know, all throughout the summer with all that 90,000 meters, uh, not even halfway through. So uh, thanks so much for your time. Have a great rest of your week and we'll chat with you again soon. Thank you very much, Trevor. Appreciate it. 
That's Michael Connor from Visla Silver. Again, trading on the Venture Exchange and the NYSE, VZLA. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.